Good guess. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Victory Church. Today is uh, February 17, 2019, and we are doing our worship service number 125. So we are very happy to be in the house of the Lord and we say hello to our viewers and listeners. And remember, you can watch through Roku, Twitter, Periscope, Facebook, YouTube channel and Vimeo channel. And uh, so we are going to start our service. I invite you to stand up, please. And we're going to pray. Dear Lord, we thank you for your love and your mercy. We thank you, Father, that we are here in your house ready to worship you, Lord. And uh, we want to give you the songs to worship your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Sometimes I think what will people say of me when I'm only just a memory when I'm home where my soul belongs Was I loved when no one else would show Jesus to the least of those was my worship more than just a song I want to live like that
You're calling me over. You're pulling me close. With love, you surround me. You've given me hope. You're taking me deeper. You're making me whole. With grace, you redeem me. You restore my soul. Now I'm made new. Of you. you hold my head up, you remind me who I am, you hold my head up, I'm alive in you again, I'm made new, I'm made new, you're making me stronger. Set me apart Now I
you are merciful we are grateful Lord that we can come to you and ask for your forgiveness and we thank you Lord for that forgiveness so we present to you Lord our apologies and we present ourselves to you Lord trusting in your holy mercy Lord that you are so merciful and compassionate Lord to receive us back into your kingdom we thank you, Lord, for the life you are giving us. And now I want to ask you, Lord, to hear the prayers of my brothers and my sisters here in the church and wherever they are watching or listening, Lord. In the name of Jesus. So friends, say your prayers to the Lord. Whatever you need to ask the Lord, this is a great time. Think about your needs. Just lift up your hands, open your heart, and tell Him what is what you need. Go ahead. Lord, you listen to our prayers. Thank you, Father, that you are listening to my brothers and sisters. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. I am so excited is the title of this message. How do you feel when you know that you are about to, to do that particular thing that you love? You know, for some of us it's traveling or food or different things, right? And we feel excited about it and we say, I can't wait to be there, right? I can't wait to be here with my friends, with my family, etc. We say those things. And that is the title of this message, and I hope you will enjoy it. 
Before we do that, I want to invite our viewers and listeners to download the bulletin. What you do is you go to your browser on your iPhone or your Android, your iPad tablet or computer, and go to the website that is in the bottom of the screen, or you can see it right now, bcharge.us forward slash bulletins. When you go on your device to that particular link, you will be able to download the bulletin and check for the date, 2019-02-17 PDF. And of course, you can, uh, for those who use your tablets or iPads to write notes there, you got it. It's available for everybody. I am so excited. The scripture that we are going to use today, that we are going to read and reflect in this message is in Exodus 20, verse 5, section 8. Would you read it with me, please? Don't worship or serve idols of any kind, because I, the Lord, am your God. Exactly. He must be the number one and only. And uh, so we know several things that we like to do, right? Can I share with you some of the things that I like to do? Would you allow me to do that? Okay, quickly, thank you. One of the things that I love to do is to fly. And my friend David Davis and I, uh, he is my buddy out there in Virginia. Now he moved to Florida as well. This is a recording of a flight that we did together in March 2013. And we are taking off from Chesapeake in Virginia and we are going to North Carolina. So as you can see in the screen, it is exciting to be there and uh, once you are flying and you can see everything, you know, everyone who has uh, done that before, it is it's really nice to see the, the sceneries, particularly when you are going to a place like uh, this uh, area in North Carolina, Kitty Hawk, uh, the, the ocean and all that. It was just beautiful. Uh, we landed there and then we took off from the same uh, place, of course, you might remember the story about the Wright brothers, right? The place is called First Flight. It's exactly there where this particular airport is located. So we took off and here we go back to Virginia. And uh, when we are about to land, it, it is near 6 p.m. You can see the airport, the lights there. And it's so exciting, you know, getting there close to that thing. And uh, you know, I know David uh, is happy all the time that he does this. You know, I, I, I don't have the chance to to hanging out with him because, you know, he lives now in Florida and I live here in Texas. But David, brother, we need to do this again whenever you come here, okay? We are going with some other friends here from Victory Church, right? Taking off somewhere and enjoy the flight. So many good things that we can do in life, right? And we say, I am so excited. What is the other thing that we get so excited about? Well, romance, right? Romance, you know? You think of that person that you want to be with the rest of your life. And uh, of course, some, some of us have that person and others are just longing for that person. And in other occasions, we are just wanting to see that happening in the life of others. And, and we get so excited thinking about it. You know, when someone is about to go on a date with somebody else and, and we, we ask the question, how did it go? <laughs> what do you think about him? What do you think about her? You know, we, we ask those kind of questions because, you know, the, the romantic life is, is it's amazing and we get excited about it. But the other thing, of course, is that personal thing that everyone likes to do, right? For instance, for some people, it's music, you know. For other people, it's science. <laughs> for other people, it is uh, engineering or carpentry or uh, electricity, any, any different things. Cooking, you know, for other people, that part of life that uh, like to do. And uh, you don't need anybody else. You just like to do it. For other people, the passion in their lives is family, right? 
especially when there is a newborn there. Oh my goodness, you know, we just, woo, we get crazy when we see a baby. I am one of those, I see a baby and I'm like, oh, that's beautiful in the smell and uh, just enjoying this beautiful new creation and then see the kids growing up, all that family, you know, getting together with the family. It is amazing, we get excited about that. And uh, naturally, for some other people, the passion of their lives is food. And I am guilty of that. I just love food. So many of you also love food. And we like to go to, to different places. I don't know if you are those kind of people that like to go to a new restaurant. I know somebody that likes to go to a new restaurant and try new recipes, stuff like that. Well, all that is great because it's part of life and we need to learn to enjoy all those things. Correct. But there, there is something that we need to be careful about. It, is that when we put too much importance into these things. So if we review the scripture in Exodus 20 from the verse 4 to 5b. Listen what the scripture says. He says, the Lord tells us, you must not make any idols. Don't make any statues or pictures of anything up in the sky or in the earth or down in the water to worship them. Do not serve idols of any kind because I, the Lord, am your God. I hate my people worshiping other gods. You see, that is tricky. When we get so excited enjoying things or people and then we forget our Lord. This is tricky. Matthew 6.33 gives us a very clear message from the Lord Jesus. He said, seek first God's kingdom and his righteousness and everything else will be given to you. We all have desires. We all want things. We all have dreams and we are praying for those things and it's okay. But the key is to, to keep the Lord as the number one and not put anything or anyone else in that place of honor okay so for instance as I was telling you earlier you know how exciting it is to go in flying but it's tricky right because suddenly we can just start enjoying that thing too much that we forget about what really matters so I'm gonna share with you seven steps to not violate the second commandment are you ready for this okay what is the first thing or first step we need to learn to say no to what is wrong in the eyes of God. Sometimes people will find too much pleasure in certain things, but are wrong in the eyes of God. That is the first step to not violate the second command. Even if you like it, sometimes we, we enjoy certain things, but they are not good in the eyes of the Lord. So we have to say no. I'm going to say no to this. Second step is learn to let some people and things go. Because it, there are occasions, friends, where we are hanging out with certain individuals or we are doing certain things and they are not convenient for us. We just need to let them go and say no. You know, especially young, young people, you guys, you have to be careful in picking the right friends. Because in this world, there are some guys and some girls too, that they can take you in the, in the wrong direction. So you, you just say, no, I'm not going to hang out with you, right? You, you select your friends. You pick your friends and you say, no, I don't think this kind of friend is a good, is a good influence for me. And you just let him go, okay? Third step, you have to learn to wait in the Lord. Whatever is what you want, learn to wait in the Lord. And it's hard to wait, right? It is hard to wait because we just want that thing right away. I don't want to wait. I just want it now. But we have to. We have to learn to wait on the Lord. The fourth step is to learn to enjoy the Lord's company. Whatever is what you are longing for, whatever is what you are searching for in life, 
or you are walking in that direction. If you say no because that is wrong, because you know it's not convenient for you, and you let those things go, and you just learn to wait, then you will find yourself in a place where you know that you have to learn to enjoy the Lord's company because he is with you. Now, do you realize that the Lord is with you all the time? So now the thing is, if you are aware that the Lord is with you, enjoy his company. Enjoy the conversations with him. You know, guys, you, you that are young, you might think, I don't know where is God. I don't even think that he can talk with me or speak with me or care for what I want. That's, that's not right. The Lord is able to speak with you. And you can learn to hear that voice and enjoy his company. And suddenly, trust me, when you learn to enjoy his company, he will make you feel in such a way that you really will, will say and think, I really don't need to be with anybody else right now. I'm enjoying being here with the Lord doing this thing that I'm doing. I enjoy the Lord's company. You, you can learn that. Fifth step is to learn to enjoy life as it is. As it is. Sometimes we don't have what we want. We don't have the toy that we want, or we don't have the money to get these things, or we don't have the ability to do certain things. Well, in, instead of thinking of what you do not have, you need to think, what is what you have? What is what you have? You know what is funny? I don't know if you have heard about this app. That app, it's so cool because we'll give you a recipe based on what you have in your pantry. <laughs> Can you believe that? Isn't it cool? You just can't come up with a, with a, with a meal, right? And you just think, well, I want to eat something, but I don't know what to do with this. So this particular app, you just go there and you put there what is what you have in your pantry, right? Then you put, I have two eggs, for instance. I have this uh, lettuce. I have uh, pepper. I have a sausage, I, whatever, you know? And the app will tell you what you can make out of it. If you think about it, in life it's all exactly like that. You can be miserable because you don't have what you want, right? You, you think, well, I don't have that car that I want. I don't have that house that I want. I don't have that spouse that I want. I don't have the, the money that I want. I don't, I don't have these things that I want. You can be miserable thinking that, that you don't have those things. Or you can start opening your eyes to what you have. And you say, well, you know, I have a lot of things actually. I have all these beautiful things that I can use. And that is step number five. Step number six, fall in love with the Lord. Just like that, fall in love with the Lord. Once you enjoy his company and you start enjoying life around you, you know, you, you will start falling in love with him. And some people just can't even think of that. Falling in love with God? That's weird. Some people say, right? I cannot imagine myself falling in love with God. Some people think that way. But the thing is, they never have given the Lord the opportunity to show them how precious He is. How sweet the Lord is. He's so sweet. And He's a great friend. And He's fun. He's smart. And you know what? He's powerful. And he has so many wonderful things. You know, when we start realizing that the Lord God in heaven, he owns everything. And you are in love with him and you are so close to him. Eventually you will see how many wonderful things he will start giving you. Because he likes to give. Let me say that again. The Lord likes to give. He has no problem in giving. He will give you things, but it's the result of that love, you know? 
He's not going to give you things thinking, if I give you these things, you will love me. No. That, that would be like trying to buy somebody. Would you do that with somebody? Let's suppose that you, you want to be with somebody. You will start giving things to this person because you want this person to love you back. No, you won't do that. You know it's a mistake. However, when you love somebody, you just give. You know, I have a friend that uh, we exchange from time to time snacks. <laughs> it's so fun. So now I came up with this thing, this new idea that we, will, we are going to have from time to time a uh, give each other a snacks party, you know, because we buy stuff for each other. And so now we're going to have a party just to exchange the snacks that we buy for each other. You see? But you, you do that, why? Because you love the person. Do you understand? The Lord, when, the, when you understand that the Lord loves you, you will see how many things He will give you. Because He loves you. Simply like that. Fall in love with the Lord. And seven, be passionate about life. And the things that the Lord gives you. Be passionate about it. Enjoy what you have. Whether it is your, your bed. Can I share with you a little secret? You know, one of my, my, probably one of my favorite things to enjoy is when I wake up in the middle of the night and I stretch in my bed and I move my feet, you know, my legs stretching myself and with my feet I'm touching the sheets that are so soft. I, I don't know why, but that gives me so much pleasure. It's a pleasure to me. And how much that cost? I just enjoy that and I say, Oh Lord, thank you for my bed. And then I just grab my blanket and put my pillow in the right angle that I want. And I just, ah, oh, this is good. A moment of passion between me and my pillow, enjoying my sleeping. You are thinking, well, that's kind of weird. No, because if you learn to do that and enjoy that, then you will enjoy other things. Right. Then you will enjoy a simple pancake. You will enjoy a glass of orange juice, etc. You can enjoy everything. You have to be passionate about it. Show, show to the Lord how grateful you are. But nothing can be more important than Him. Do you see that? Nothing can be more important than Him. That is the key with the second commandment. He doesn't want us putting anything above Him. He must be the number one. The Lord God must be the one you adore and worship. You know, for those who have already a couple, and they are in a relationship with somebody, be careful. Do not put your spouse in that place that belongs to the Lord. No, don't do that. The Lord must be the number one in your relationship. You know, my wife and I made an agreement since we started dating, and this was the agreement. The number one in our relationship is the Lord. I told her, you are not going to be my priority. The Lord is my priority. After the Lord, you come, you, He comes first. And then you. In our relationship, I said. And she said to me, Gian, in our relationship, the Lord comes first. Then you. You are not going to come first. That is an agreement that we made, Tracy and I. And we follow that agreement. And we respect that because when I need to be with the Lord, doing my prayers, my devotions, whatever, she must respect that, and she does, and vice versa. I see her doing her devotion, reading the Bible, or saying her prayers. I respect that privacy, you see? Because we understand the Lord comes first, not my spouse. But you know what happens sometimes? is not the spouse. Sometimes it could be, a, for instance, one of the parents. You know that our parents that are very controlling. You know that. And they are very controlling. They want to be in between the children and their spouses. And it's just not right. 
sometimes as a child. You know how kids are. <laughs> kids want the attention. Mama, daddy, I'm here. Do this for me. Give me this. Give me, give me, give me. Sometimes it's a child, etc. And uh, anything could be there. We need to be careful about it. We love the Lord and we enjoy everything he gives us. And he must be the number one in our hearts. But I want to read with you this passage in 1 Corinthians 6 from the verse 9 and 10. This portion is, is tough. It's a tough portion because it speaks about different things, about, about different issues in life. And remember, I'm not uh, pointing out, you are doing this wrong. I'm not accusing anybody. I'm just reading this scripture, okay? And that is what we will do. 1 Corinthians 6, verse 9 and 10. These are the people who will not get to enjoy God's kingdom. Those who sin sexually. Those who worship idols. Those who commit adultery. Those who have sex with people of their same gender. Those who steal. Those who are greedy. Those who drink too much. Those who abuse others with insults. And those who cheat. They are not going to enjoy God's kingdom. Because... And in, in, in each one of those cases, you know what is, what is happening there? The Lord is, the, is not the number one. It's a violation of the second commandment. And, and we need to put it right. We need to change that way of thinking. The Lord God must be the one you adore and worship. He must be the number one. 1 Corinthians 6 verse 12 says... I am allowed to do anything, you say. My answer to this is that not all things are good. I will not let anything control me like a slave. You see? The, the issue is putting something or someone before God in our lives. And then we become slaves. You, you might do things that are wrong because you are just in so much worship to that thing or that person that is not right in the eyes of the Lord. 1 Corinthians 6, 19 to 20. You should know that your body is a temple for the Holy Spirit that you receive from God and that lives in you. You don't own yourselves. God Paid a very high price to make you his. So honor God with your body. Very clear. It's about the use of our bodies to honor God. Not the use of our bodies for whatever we feel that is a pleasure. Simply like that. No. First, the Lord. The worst idol is the ego trinity. You know what is that? Me, myself, and I. The ego trinity. And is where, that is exactly where we, most of us, we fail. We are trying constantly to please ourselves. What do I want now? Rather than thinking, what is what the Lord wants now? What can I do to please the Lord? You see? It's not what can I do to please myself, but what can I do to please the Lord? But the scripture is so beautiful. 1 Corinthians 6.11 says, In the past, some of you did wrong things, but you were washed clean. You were made holy, and you were made right with God in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. We are here in church because we want to give glory to God. We want to give thanks to God. We are here in church because we want to worship God. We get together with one idea in mind. Giving thanks to God and asking for his blessings. Yes, Lord, we are here grateful and we want to get our lives right with you. 
please give us your blessings. That is why we are here. But how we started this walk? You know, I can't speak for, my, for, for myself about me. You know, my, my beginning in Christianity was exactly when I was doing wrong things. You know, I wasn't a clean kid, you know, always doing things right. I was not that kind of person. My family knows that. <laughs> my friends, they remember me that constantly. They remind me all the time that, come on, buddy, don't try to look like you are a holy guy. We know you. We know what kind of things were you doing when you were young. <laughs> well, I remember that. Probably you did the same thing. And perhaps you, my friend, listening today, watching this video, you, you, you probably are thinking the same thing. That your life is not precisely that kind of great life. Well, nobody had that great life to begin with. We all mess it up. And that's why we are here. And I'm glad that you are watching because you have to think of how you can get close to God. And the beginning of all that is by listening the messages of the Bible. Because it's through the scripture that we can change our lives, right? What, what exactly changed us, guys? It was not that somebody did this or somebody did that. What changed us was the scripture. We started reading the scripture and feeling attracted to, attracted to, this, to the scripture. And we wanted to be closer to God, right? And slowly we start to remove certain things from our lives. And we say, no, I'm, I'm not going to do that anymore. <laughs> do you remember? Or you don't remember that? <laughs> do you remember how we started to say, no, I'm not, not going to do that anymore. I just want to do it right. And that is exactly what this scripture is telling us. You were made right with God in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. Psalm 37.4. Read it with me, please. Take the light in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. It's a promise. When you finally see it, that whatever is before God, gotta go. You need to put it down, even if it's yourself. And you put the Lord there first. You follow the seven steps that I gave you. You will start rejoicing and enjoying the presence of God. You will find the light in the Lord. You know what is going to happen? He will give you the desires of your heart. He will. The Lord can give you the things that you cannot imagine. When you say, God... I'm going to give you a chance. The question is, how do we take the light in the Lord? How do we do that? Okay, Gian, I got it. I need to, to find my delight in the Lord. How do I do that? Give it to me. Clear and simple, because it sounds great. But how do I do that? Well, the first thing that you do is that you commit to the Lord. You commit to come to church. You commit to read the Bible every day. You commit to have your prayers every day. It's about the routine, the discipline. You just force yourself. You know how is that? It's like a diet, right? It's like a diet. You say, well, you know, this is bad for me. We just read, heard, heard in the news this week about the sodas, diet sodas, giving to women strokes. Diet sodas is producing that, and the news was this week. So, are you going to drink something like that? If you're, no, no, wow, I didn't know that. Why? I won't do that, right? You say no to those things. Well, and you start a new pattern of life, new lifestyle. That is exactly taking the light in the Lord. You say, no, this is a wrong thing. I'm going to start looking for other options, and music will help you a lot. Music will help you a lot. Find good Christian stations. 
get good music on your phones. You know? Enjoy that music. Put, put something different in, your, in, in yourself. If you are just listening to, to bad stuff, how, how would you be excited with the Lord and happy with the Lord if you're just listening to bad stuff? It's not going to work. <laughs> right? It's not going to work. Take the light in the Lord and He will give you the desires of your heart. Especially you, young, young guys. Pick the music you are listening. Be careful with the music you are listening. Listen, listen to good stuff that will inspire you to make you love God. Because He is the one who will give you the desires of your heart. Whatever is what you desire. But you will not be able to, to get close to the Lord if you don't surrender first. <laughs> so my friend, what if you say a prayer with me today and you give your heart to the Lord? That is the first step, right? To go in that direction. So there is a prayer in the screen. And if you feel like saying that prayer with me, Let's go and let's say it together. Dear God, I am sorry that I have sinned against you. Please forgive me, Lord. I pray in the name of Jesus that you will give me a new opportunity to restart my life. I need to change. Please, Lord, help me. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your kindness. And thank you for your forgiveness. I love you, God. Friends, close your eyes and receive that forgiveness in your heart in the name of Jesus. You are forgiven. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the peace of God be with you. And now, say with me this declaration. I am forgiven and saved by faith in Jesus. My life is going to be great and blessed in 2019. Thank you for coming up to church, friends. You are blessed in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Have a beautiful week. Enjoy your family and friends. See you next Sunday. Anytime temptation comes and someone stands to fight. Anytime somebody lives to serve and not be served. I know, I know, I know, I know. God is